Is this doing anything? Hello, hello. Testing, testing. <laughs> what? <laughs> you spit all over my face. Hi, welcome to Two Girls Half a Brain. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Annie. And we're not sober. But we're back, which is the important part. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do things a little differently today. Um, we're just going to talk. That's what's going to happen because we've been gone a while. A lot of shit's gone down. It's true. I believe the last time that we recorded, approximately five to ten minutes after we finished up recording our episode, Annie's mom called her and told her that her dog died. That is what happened. He, um, he seized out. Yep. Which was really more Poor guy. <laughs> Probably had a brain a while, tumor. Um, yeah, it was, I was pretty happy to have recorded the podcast and not have to have seen the uh, aggressive dog seizure for a long period of time. He seized for a while before, but this one was pretty rough, is what I hear. Yeah, so that happened. Um, and then... Things just continued to happen. I mean, it's all good, ultimately. Like, oh, it's... not all. Oh, oh. I mean, what I was talking about? about like politically. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah. So like, the Black Lives Matter like, movement. Everything happening. Like, we did some protesting. We, we went did. to some peaceful protests, and um, those were really good experiences. Yes. Um, but we kind of just wanted to take a hiatus because we kind of felt like. It wasn't our time to be putting content out in the world, and um, we didn't need to amplify our voices as white women right now. Um, yeah, I think so it was important we, that we we did our part. We we took our passions um, elsewhere. It's kind of how I describe it. Yeah, exactly. We had more important things to be dedicated to, and we are we're speaking in the past tense, but we don't mean it in the past tense. This isn't something that has ended by any means. We are continuing to share. Um, information and resources and educate ourselves and be as involved in this movement as we possibly can. And mm-hmm. we would encourage you, obviously, to do the same. Um, yes. By no means us coming back live is us being like, the movement is over because it absolutely should not be. And um, keep using your voice and keep making a difference and standing up for what you believe in. Um Mowgli is currently cuddling me in the cutest way. It's very distracting. Yeah, we are um, coming at you from my apartment in Pittsburgh. The old pit town. Good old <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Where you can't buy alcohol at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. But Annie brought her alcohol at a gas station in Ohio. in Ohio. And she brought it to me. Them Ohioans. Ohioans. So here we are. Um... Drunk. We're both three We're on some of a bottle deep. Real nasty college wine because that's what the gas station had and uh, good old Barefoot. This episode is brought to you by Barefoot Pink Moscato. Sponsor us. They, this is sponsored. It's oddly kind of sparkly. We don't Yeah, it has that. a slight carbonation to it. it tastes um, like juice. Yeah, it tastes a lot like juice. Um, we don't typically drink super sweet wine. No. We not that you care about our our, our wine, wine taste, but, but just like, in case you're wondering and you wanted to, um, I don't know, ship us some. <laughs> yeah, as our just, our like, many fans. Um, maybe nothing. Cab, cab some. 
<laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> Our favorite. <laughs> yeah, we're typically red wine drinkers. Um, Cabernet. But um, anyways, back to to the topic of the day. So we'll be getting back to our, our normal routine. Eventually. Eventually, but um, a while back we asked you guys for some questions and kind of what you wanted to hear from us, what you maybe wanted us to touch on. And, we and just, any, like, topics or questions you wanted to answer. Right, and um, one that we saw a few different times was about girl code specifically. Um, um, and we kind of wanted to, to use that today. We thought this would be a fun little way to come back yeah <laughs> and eating cookies i just feel like the girl code should be spoken of drunk there's so many i think problems with the girl code i i reject the concept of codes all around but yeah so i did some i reject them but i also embrace them both it's a real both um i did some brief research i didn't do a single bit of research i know you didn't but i, I was driving looked up Girl code. What is the definition? Webster um, Dictionary me. It's not winky Webster winky. Dictionary because I don't think that's... Did you say WebMD? No, I said winky winky. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> you also can't find girl code on WebMD in case you were wondering. That's disappointing. Uh, <laughs> but, girl code okay. is not Dr. Mandy. So, I typed in girl code and then I went down to... Um, First, I clicked on the link of the nine basic rules of girl code, which I read them, but I was uninduced. So we're not going to talk about those. But I scrolled down to the people also ask, and the question I clicked on was, what is the official girl code? And this answer says, girl code is the unwritten and often unspoken set of rules slash ethics that exist between a girl and her best friends. <laughs> Simply stated, girl codes are the commandments that outline the do's and don'ts of good friendship. So that's pretty fucking vague because <laughs> unwritten and unspoken just right off the bat just throw everything out the window because it's just, you're automatically supposed to know them yeah. without... Like I would argue having... the concept of girl code has fully been manufactured by the media um, in general. I mean, I guess it probably I mean, existed to an, an extent. I think it's been extent, amplified yeah. by the media. For some reason, the show Awkward is really coming to mind, and I can't tell you why specifically. Are you positive you're not thinking about the fact that Awkward ran on MTV at the same time that the show There's a high possibility Girl that's Code right. ran. <laughs> because I could see those two very closely that's like falling together because very possible. I think that was like around the same like I guess early like, 2010 yeah, yeah, that both of right. those were streaming. Great show. Um, not streaming. Um Airing live on television, streaming's um, a I think, more recent thing. Well, I think, um, like, I mean, to an extent, it is kind of unspoken. We all kind of have this vague idea. Same with the bro code. Like, it's this concept of just loyalty and yeah, acceptance of your friends no matter what. And, like, um, always having their back. To some and, extent. To like, some, there's, like, and unfortunately, I think when people hear, like, girl code a lot, like, a lot of times, their immediate thought, which, like, same with the bro code to some extent, like, it involves the opposite sex. It does. That's what I was going to say, too, is that I think it actually amplifies really unhealthy relationships to, um, in romantic relationships. Like, it's this, um, concept. Like, the, even the term, like, hoes before bros, which I think is, like, 
you one of the main or bros before or, well, yeah but i meant i was talking specifically girl code so like hoes before mm-hmm. bros would be the inverse of that mm-hmm. like it's in itself like putting the sexual standard on the the concept of like friendship loyalty <laughs> i guess so i guess like i don't know i'm just kind of i don't know um i mean i do i do believe in the concept of like backing your friends before yeah i think like I don't know. What does girl code mean to you? Um, what's sort of there? It's a good question. I think because girl I code like to a me few examples, but like more than anything, I think it's just like I think, like I said, when I think about it, my like initial reaction is like loyalty, but I think that's a very like overused term and um actually has unfortunately construed concepts of what that means but i think it just means to me um truly just having full support from your friends kind of no matter what whether you're and like accountability Mm -hmm. is a big part of like girl code for me which i don't think is probably spoken of um but like supporting all the actions but when if your if your girlfriend's like really doing some shit, like making sure you tell her too in the nicest way. So that's that's my opinion, I think. Okay. I don't know. I think like girl code to me, like, first of all, I think to some extent, like is more universal than like adhering to like just friendship kind of thing. Like Okay. Girl yeah, code yeah, in like a small sense is like you're drunk at a bar in the bathroom mm-hmm. and you see a girl whose like outfit is really cute and you want to tell her and you want to compliment her and tell her that she like looks pretty or whatever but then you also see like oh she has fucking like toilet paper on her shoe and you say hey girl like That's you got some toilet paper on your shoe like I mean, go get that like i think it's small things like that to some extent but it's also like i was just thinking of it more intimately i think oh no but i think it's also point. those things as well. It's definitely, like, I think it's, like, a really, like, could just broad be, It could just be feminism. Spectrum. Like, yeah, exactly. Women supporting women to an extent. Like, I think that's how I see it more so, is, like, Girl Code is more about, like, women supporting women and, like, you know, like, not talking shit about people and, like, because everyone's fucking been there. Like, we all mm-hmm. talk shit. Like, Girls that like happens. Girls like pretend they like, don't, but every single one of us do. Absolutely. Everybody gossips. Everybody talks shit. Like, if you say you don't, you're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. Like, or you don't know what talking shit is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My favorite thing is, oh, we were just venting. <laughs> like, which you very well may be venting, but it's because also I do that shit all the time. Where I'm like, oh, we're just venting. Like, she's our best friend, but like, we're we're just venting about it. And it's we're like, just no, bitch, you're it. fucking talking shit. Like, it's true. We all do it. I will say, like, I I think a lot of, like, girls talking shit is often because they, like, worry and they don't know. We're kind of taught um, to be passive. We, like, that's not... We, as women, like, mm-hmm. oh, voice crack. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, am I just hearing am I that that actually <laughs> just happened? <laughs> that was wild. Um... <laughs> Like, oh my god! You're not taught to be very direct with both 
because of just like the patriarchal nature of society, I think. No, we're like meek and mild. We're and meek and mild. Like, we are expected to kind of stay quiet. Like, so we just like. We resort to talking there's, shit. There's a resort. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, gossip is easier exactly. than, like, directly like, addressing the person. And I don't think yeah, men like, are necessarily good at that either. But no, like, yeah, I get that. Like, but we're the fixers. But that, and we're women the, like, are associated with gossip way more than men are. Even yeah. though men are equally as bad, they just do it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's way more of a thing of, like... And just narcissism. And <laughs> I think it's one of those things also, though, that, like... Even if you're talking shit, it's, like, like, like I said, the venting thing, like, we, we play it off as venting, but to some extent it is, and that's, like, if we're gonna go back to, like, the male versus female, where a guy can just, like, punch another guy in the face, and, like, all of his, like, feelings are, like, alleviated, and the problem is supposedly solved, I think that's the equivalent for, like, girl talking shit sort of thing. It is. I'm not gonna say this is a healthy coping mechanism by any means because it's absolutely not and it's hurtful and these things that get said like do occasionally get out and then feelings get hurt and then everyone cries and it's like I didn't mean it I was just mad because you did this thing and then and then I said something and I I felt bad about it but like really I just love you and like that's, like, what it comes down to for me is, like, yeah. a lot of the people, like, if I'm talking shit about one of my best friends, it's not really, really talking shit. Like, <laughs> that's so bad You know what I mean? I know it sounds horrible when I say it, but, like, let's be honest. Like, if we're, if we're being so, so blatantly honest, like, everyone does it. You know what I mean? Everyone does. It should honestly be normalized in some, like, it, it probably sounds like, to some unhealthy. Degree. To some degree. I don't think people should be just, like, talking shit constantly, mm-hmm. but I think... Everyone has their own ways of coping. No, exactly. And I think of, like, there, like, you cannot tell me in our, what, like, what are we at? 15, 16 years of friendship? Um, something like that, yeah. Like, you can't tell me, like, behind my back you haven't said something that negatively portrays me as a human being? I would never. Like, (laughs) <laughs> because I can tell you right now, I've said some shit about you. Yeah, like, we've all, <laughs> it's been a long time. We've gone through a lot of different like phases of life. I think exactly. But have I ever, for a moment, been like, "Oh, this makes me dislike Annie," or makes me question my character of her or respect her any less? That's like, what I was gonna say. Like, I would. I've never questioned not. your character. I think any negative thing I've genuinely ever said about you has been like me just like. Mm, like I think it comes out in a moment of frustration. Yeah, it's either a moment of frustration of like I was gonna say like pure like concern for your well being or in mm-hmm. like frustration of like where like our friendship may be in that moment or it's just like I think less so now but we you we just we spend a lot of time together so I know like in our youth more so mm-hmm. I would get like. We would get tired of each other a little bit. Yeah. So we would just need, like, genuine breaks. Yeah. No, I think there's some of that, too. Or, like, I think people, girls specifically, tend to lash out when their feelings get hurt, too. It's true. Like, and I think we've we've at least um, come to a place in our friendship that we understand maybe what would actually hurt each other's feelings a lot better than we... Oh, absolutely. At one point that we... W- we didn't understand that. So I think I haven't been, like, genuinely hurt by you in a long time. No. Like, I think it's definitely been a while. And, like, it's much more, like, 
if your feelings are hurt, it's not necessarily that you're hurt by the other person, but, mm-hmm. like, by the situation. Like, when we've been in places where, like, mm-hmm. one or the other of us is, like, in just, like, a weird headspace kind of thing. I'm trying to... Sorry. I was just suggesting the mic. Yeah. I just feel like Mowgli... Mowgli's slowly, like, creeping in to lay <laughs> against the mic. Yes, he's really cute, though. Who knows when he's gonna start snoring, so that might just be, like, all you hear. Um, I mean, I I mean, I agree. I think that's just the most frustrating place for mm-hmm. any friendship. So I I I don't know if people have. I'm sure other people have endured that kind of thing. Our friendship is just mm-hmm. unique in the sense that um, we know each other so well that like when we are a little off track, mm-hmm. um, it becomes a lot more hurtful than maybe it would be in another scenario. Because it mm-hmm. never, I don't think has it meant to hurt the other person but it's just no like, you push away those who know you best i think because you know they're gonna be there when you come back Mm-hmm. no exactly and um i feel like this is like on track of what we're talking about but like off track of like whatever but um <laughs> no i think like in the moments where we've like been hurt by the other person like it's almost even hard like when your feelings are hurt by the person who like is somebody that you love, like, like, one of the people that you love the most, it's also, like, you know how bad they're gonna feel knowing that they've hurt you, so it's, it's almost true. like you don't want to tell them that you're hurt because it's al- you it's don't so want to hurt them because you're hurt. I truly despise Because I 100% conversation with you about that. Like, that's a really challenging That's what I'm saying is, like, both of us get super weird about, like, expressing our genuine feelings when it comes to, like, something the other person has done. Because either we know we've wronged that person or, um, you know, like, your feelings are hurt. I mean, you're in one situation or the other. exactly. And you know how, like... Since we've both been on both sides, right. like, you know how shitty the other person Correct. feels. In both situations, honestly. Like, whether you are the hurter or the hurty, like, mm-hmm. it's and really Yeah, terrible. and then it's just, like, a horrible thing of, like, you don't want to hurt them because mm-hmm. your feelings are hurt and they, like, Ugh, yeah. obviously never wanted to hurt you and you understand that so you don't want to call them out on it because you know that they'd never want to hurt you. But, like, your feelings are hurt so you have to say something and it's, it's just really challenging. Cycle. But I do, I think this comes back to, like, um, the concept that women are often not taught to be direct with their feelings because mm-hmm. they're, they, like, there's this overarching, like, you're too emotional, you're, fe- you're, I mean, you're too hurt by this, like, did that mic capture Mowgli's snore? Is that why you, uh? Reacted. It's not why I'm looking. I'm pretty sure it's only recording in seconds right now, so I literally have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't know why it's like that, but it's how a, much I think time? We'll figure it out. Let me change it. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. I just wanted to see like how long we'd been talking. <laughs> um, I'm kind of gonna go off on a, on a different tangent into the girl code because it was something I was thinking about on the way here. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I think there's this. Like, I, specifically, like, oh, like, you're out at a bar, like, a guy, like, we're just going to talk in heteronormative, yeah like, language um, at this moment. I think that, like, if a guy came up to you and was hitting on you and, like, you were uncomfortable, there's this odd thing, like, of with women that they, like, pretend to be a couple 
went to like save their friend. Oh, like being lesbian. Yeah, like oh, I'm into girls or oh, I'm this. And well, I think not even just that, but like I think about Maddie, for example, like that one time we were all out and those guys came up and none of us were necessarily not interested in these guys, but Maddie was like, fuck you guys. We're having a girl's night. Go away. (laughs) Like where the other friend steps in in a super aggressive manner to get them to go away kind of thing. Like a savior kind of like. I was going to talk about like, um, just like, I think. We need to be taught, like, this idea of, like, that is taught to us via the girl code as this concept of, like, sticking behind your friend and, like, sticking up for a girl. Even if you don't know her and you see she's uncomfortable in the scenario, if you're just like, oh, my God, like, where'd you go? I missed you. And, like, came up with, Yeah, just, like, lying and and acting like... like mm -hmm. you were dating or fake, like, whatever. Like, this may support you in this heterosexual world, but, like, it's fetishizing lesbian couples <laughs> hear me out not that it's it, it's i have questions fetishizing so okay it was the wrong probably word but it's more so i was like, gonna say it's um invalidating to an extent elaborate elaborate um like it's it's making the like it's normalizing that in a really negative light as like um, I still don't understand what you're getting at (laughs) I think it's unfair to fake your sexuality to get out of a scenario like that and to call a girl code because I think that's invalidating relationships outside of heteronormative world I get that. Does like, that make sense? I don't know. I pr- I'm definitely think, not articulating myself well enough, but I'm... I'm I think drinking. I get where you're, like, going with it, because I think for me, I, like, originally... First of all, I would never do that. No, I'd just I be just way more likely to be like, hey, she's not interested, or hey, she has a boyfriend, or mm-hmm. hey, like, blah, 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 and drag her away from the situation. I think that's what... I just um, don't understand how that became a norm. I was just, like, I was thinking about it on the ride here, and I was like... How did that become a thing? Like, where girls I just are like, didn't... we're dating. Like, why couldn't you just be like, I have a boyfriend? Or like... Yeah, I don't... I think me more so is like, I don't know, like... I don't know, like, why I'm straight, so I think I'm probably less sensitive to those, like, scenarios. But I also it. just feel like I haven't been in, like, any situation... Like, none of our friends have done that before. No, I would never. But Actually, I, that is something people wait, do. I'm... Having a memory though. Who did it? When? Jenna and I. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, but it was more so just like we were like talking and a guy tried to come up and we were just more so like we're gonna keep dancing with each other and mm-hmm. act like we didn't say anything necessarily, no but it was more so just like acting like we were really into each other rather than um like Right. Engaging with mm-hmm. the predatory males, um, Man. but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess that like invalidates what I was saying entirely because I don't feel like 
I just don't know how many people that I've met or seen that have been like, oh, we're dating, that are girls kind of thing, but like... But like, that's something you see in like, um... Like a media portrayal kind of situation. Yeah, portrayal, or like... That's something that, like, I know for a fact is something I've heard of happening, like... Yeah, like, people you know that have done that kind of thing. Oh, you hear... I don't even... I, but, like, it's not an unfamiliar concept, I guess, is yeah. what I'm going for, even. Like, I don't know who necessarily has done it, but, like, you... When I say that, it's not like, oh, girls do that. It's not shocking. Yeah, I get that. But, I don't know. I think I see, to some extent, like... If it's... I think where I can see, like, it starting to invalidate, like, another relationship is where, like, the whole night you're acting all over each other. Like, oh, this is my mm-hmm. girlfriend and this is blah, blah, blah. Like, that, I think, then becomes, like, this trope of, like, yeah. oh, we're pretending to be lesbians and, like. That would, yeah, that would be weird. Like, in a super straight way where it's almost, like, you can't have us, but you want us because we're hot and that we're not, like, that, like, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I understand the, like, fetishizing, like, whatever. But, like, if you and I are, like, at a bar and a super creepy dude, like, hit on you and then I was, like, oh, my God, babe, like, whatever. I just- like, I think that's one thing, like, if it's, like, a split second where I'm literally all my intentions are are like trying to get you out of that scenario like right, right. i don't know i think it's just yeah. i wouldn't ever I that would never be my move it. no it would not either i was um, thinking about it but i don't know i think i just in general one men need to be taught better like if a girl rejects you in one way or another they shouldn't have to come up with 100 excuses to get yeah. out of it after we should be able to just say hey i'm not interested but like, like no thank you live in fear just saying that um mm-hmm. and it therefore it makes it a lot harder to get out of the scenario yeah but i also think it goes on the other too and that women should be more upfront um and we should be taught to speak our minds and not have to go through a third party to get out of something like that in a couple mm-hmm. scenario um i'm now looking at this like the nine sure the girl code the nine basic rules of girl code um, on adoreme.com, which I think is a lingerie site, but it might not be. It might just be a blog. I don't know what this is. Um, I'm looking through some of them. This one's kind of, like, in line with the one that I said earlier. If a girl needs a tampon, give her one. Like, obviously. Yeah, that one's just, just like, duh. So, like, yeah, some things of girl code are, like, are simple rules like this where it's just like women supporting women like yeah exactly just like be it like i can't imagine a girl being like i just like forgot a tampon and i don't want me being like fuck you bleed yeah the (laughs) first three are the like girl needs a tampon you give her one um number two is let a girl know she has something in her teeth um give hair bands to those in need um this one i do really feel like this is like a girl code thing because it can be frustrating at times, but you have to, like, abide by it anyway, is don't abandon drunk friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely, that's I think, purely, yeah, thing. it's purely out of safety, which, like, guys, like, here's just, like, the brutal honesty is, like, yeah, guys, you also should not abandon your drunk friends. No. But you can. It's the difference is what will problem. happen to him is he might get arrested for public intoxication 
or he'll stumble his way home, or somebody will help him out. But with a girl, like, she could be kidnapped, she could be raped, she could be drugged. You don't fucking know what's going to happen to her. You don't know whose bed she's going to end up Mm -hmm. in. Like, don't abandon your drunk friends. This is, like, an obvious... Yeah. Duh. It's... Yeah. I've never gone out and, like... I would never dream of, like, leaving my friends alone. Oh, no. I've never been like, oh, she's really fucking wasted. We're gonna leave her at this bar because she's being so annoying. I would be far too nervous. And that's just something I think as women like no matter how much i always want to kill her like back of your mind yeah like anyone who's ever been annoying like annie and i talk about this frequently probably because i bring it up (laughs) but annie has a very specific drunk state that she gets in it's a rare one it's it's very rare thank god um yeah annie doesn't (laughs) even know because she probably doesn't even remember how annoying she's being but annie becomes very stupid in this specific kind of drunk. I wish I, knew I have what witnessed it. Into it I've witnessed it on three occasions. One and of which was my only time blacking out. Yeah, one of exactly. So if she's getting close to blacking out, then like yeah. she's probably Brutal. there. Um but like oh stupid drunk Annie. Even in my like most annoyed states with this version of her. I have never been like, yeah, just leave her at the bar. Like, are you kidding me? me? Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. (laughs) Like, the last time it happened, I was mad at her for probably a full 72 hours afterwards. I probably deserved it. Because I just couldn't stand her at that point. Like... It's reasonable, I mean. Drunk Annie... Well, not Drunk Annie in general. Drunk Annie in general is a blast. Thank you. Would recommend. But Drunk Stupid Annie. The worst. The worst. And she, like, every single time she's done this, has basically, like, tried to convince somebody that she really likes this guy and he's really nice. Clearly I'm just needy. And all of them have been... Terrible, terrible. Not attractive. Like. I just have, you know, it's just. It was just you know, like. I figured out my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the first time this happened was freshman year. We were at a party. Oh, um, we don't have to relive this. That's okay. Oh. No need. I it's feel okay. like I already started it, no, though. No, it's all right. I'm going to stop it. Okay. <laughs> If anyone wants to know the rest of the story, slide into my DMs, and I will tell you. So, there's this other concept of girl code that... Oh, I was um, going to finish reading oh, okay. the things. okay, we'll go through the rest of them, and then I'll go back to my point, I guess. Um, don't leave a girl without TP. That seemed anticlimactic That's after like, the don't abandon drunk friends. That's the same thing sense. as the tampon and, like... Why are you just, like, a... I don't know. I think, like, if you're in a bathroom and... Like, Your girl's. the girl in, in the stall next to you is like, shit, I don't have any toilet paper. Shit, no pun intended. No, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, Not like I've been there I just feel like the tampon is substantially more pressing in that scenario. Oh, absolutely. You can wiggle it off, homegirl. <laughs> um, okay, uh, rescue anyone being hit on by a creep. We already kind of talked about that. We did. Um, be the low-key savior for her first date. I know for a fact that we all definitely, if we're ever going, like, on a first date with anyone, mm-hmm. we send everyone our location, and Always. we're like, hey, this is where we're going, this is the time we're meeting, mm-hmm. I will check in with you after, like, 45 minutes or whatever, tell you I'm not dead, whether mm-hmm. it's going well or not, blah, 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 and I'll make sure to check in, and as soon as the date's over, you let them know that you're, like, 
in your car safe, on your way home safe, once you're home, blah, Again, blah, blah. Again, that's just like, a safety thing, I think. Yeah, it's... I will say, I don't think I've... I've never called anyone, or, like, never called... Yeah, I've never tried to be, like, the state is going so poorly, I need to leave immediately. Like, I've done I've that had, with friends before. I've had dates, so, like, <laughs> definitely I was like, this will never go anywhere, but, like, I just feel, like, out of pure, like, rudeness, I couldn't escape. Yeah, no, I'm... I've luckily never been in a situation where I'm like, I need to leave this immediately, like... Please ignore me. Okay. Um, eight, like all of her selfies. This is stupid. That's dumb. Um, if I don't like it, I'm not liking it. That's fair. Yeah, you're um, ugly. <laughs> Just kidding. And the last one, and this is something that we were talking about talking about, was no girl on girl crime, and it goes into... Oh, wait. No, this wasn't it. Never mind. Girl on girl crime. What does that mean? Um, what does that cover? On. Maybe this was a different one that I read earlier. You don't even know what you're looking um, at. Sorry. Okay. Because this one says specifically don't talk behind your back or spread rumors about your fellow ladies. We already said that was okay because you're going to do it anyway, honestly. Um, I just think we need to be honest and upfront about it. Yeah. Okay. Rumors, that's fucked up. No. Rumors, rumors. Don't spread rumors. That shit is not cool. No. Um, But, like, talking a little bit of shit. like it's life. You're just going to do it. Let's people be real. People talk about each other. I know mm-hmm. people have talked shit about me. It's okay. It's fine. But what I was going to get at with that, because I thought it was going to go into a thing about, like, dating people's exes and yes, stuff. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next. Um, that's what I was going to talk about. Um, and we have kind of gone over this because we've both... Been vaguely in this scenario before. Yeah, like, like never full-on like, dated, but, like, considered... Like, Something more with people dating your friend's ex. Ultimately, yeah. is that what the concept we're getting mm-hmm. at? And that I personally, my opinion on this is that like I could never date one of like Caitlyn's exes. Like I would never want to. I could mm-hmm. never like sexualize or even romanticize someone you've no like, had. Those neither one of us for. ever have. And also, I think just blatantly like we've different tastes yeah, in human. We've beings. said this. A million times before, we do not have the same type whatsoever, so, like, it wouldn't ever be an issue. Mm-mm. But there's people who we've both found attractive. Yes. Like, my ex, when we all first met, yeah, yeah, you true. were also attracted to or, him. Or, for example, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. That's, like, without Universal, question. He's, but... Yeah. Um, um, but, like, so it's, like, from initial, like right off the bat, like, mm-hmm. seeing someone without even speaking to them, we could both yeah. be attracted to the same person, but, like, honestly, it only takes a couple sentence sentences into a conversation to realize whose type he would be. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I'd agree. Because I think, um, personality-wise, we're just totally, like... We just are compatible for very different people. Mm-hmm. Um... um. But I think, yeah, exactly. I think something that you, like, told me when I was sort of, like, considering the situation that I was in, um, like, was, okay, like, ultimately what it comes down to on the, like, the basis of maturity, um, for one, like, I think there's, there's so many things to consider with that. It's like, okay, if you're just gonna sleep with somebody who's your friend's ex, like, is that really worth it? No. Like... Yeah, you're in a constant state of weighing, um... Because it's like, okay, the, are those... How much value do you put on the friendship and how much value do you put on the relationship? Exactly. That you could potentially be getting into. Yeah, exactly. So if it's just, like, 
you're considering, like, oh, he's really hot and, like, I just am, like, physically attracted to him. I would say like, not worth it. Yeah, I don't think that that's necessarily worth it. But if you legitimately see your personalities as compatible and mm-hmm. you're like, I could see this working out as, like, a long-term relationship, then I think there has to come a point, like, ultimately, um, if, like, I think it's one thing, like, if your friend is, like, not over them, right? then you probably, regardless of how compatible you are with this person, just yeah. find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's been years and they've moved on and they are, like, not in each other's lives anymore and you can, like, honestly look at the situation and go, like, okay, those people weren't right for each other and they should, like your friend and her ex should both be at the point at that point where they realize we weren't right for each other and that's why we broke up. And you and said ex are, like, debating... Yeah. Trying something out. Like, I think that that's one lens to look at it. Is like, everyone can be mature enough to be like, yeah, hey, like that's that didn't work out. You. And, mm-hmm. like, so you shouldn't have any hard feelings because what happened between the two of you happened between the two of you. But ultimately, like... It was never going to be anything more than that. It I ended think, and it's over. Like, like Honestly, I think anything but that. And, like, I'm coming from a very biased standpoint in that, like, I've thought about, like, this concept before. And, um, I mean, my opinion is my opinion. Not everyone is going to agree with it. But if... I think it, perpetua- it perpetuates... There we go. Perpetuates, like... A controlling concept of like women in general like the idea of like if you even if you're just like acquaintances and she's like if she feels that you're so distrusting and so disloyal for like going after someone like say if they were broken up for like a few years and they're dating somebody new yeah like they've had several relationships between like, then and now like that's just like are you gonna like hoard all your exes in this little box and like exactly because, like that and it, one like, is not healthy for for your friend like i hope for your friend that they can move on and like there's there are lines to all these like there's mm-hmm. it depends on your relationship with the friend it depends on i think this is only a line that should be crossed if you genuinely believe like i think we all have a slight intuition of like this could really work as a like Long term mm-hmm. relationship, or like this is never gonna like. At yeah. least that's how I and often it, like, view relationships. Like I was. It like, depends this is on not- how close your friend is as well. Like, if it's somebody that I was friends with in high school, that I've seen maybe twice since graduating high school, and am only going to see a handful or less times, like in the rest of my lifetime, like. Yeah, we might have been close then, but, like, let's be honest, from the future, like, we're only growing further and further apart. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not getting any closer. Yeah. And so, therefore, like, what really is holding you back? Like, this promise that you made your junior year of high school when you were 17 and, like, you know, like, like, that's just so stupid to me because it's, like okay, yeah, you guys dated for maybe a year, but what does that mean when you're that age? And, I just, like, I fully versus believe. what does it mean when you're in your mid-20s? Like, I, I fully believe that the concept of, like, 
not dating someone because they dated so and so is just so immature in itself. Because I'm I'm just like, you're not dating anymore. Like it clearly didn't work out. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Whether it was dumb or not, if if it was some stupid reason you broke up, it's not that you, it shouldn't work out because if, mm-hmm. if you broke up, up over a stupid reason, like, it made you break up. Yeah. Or if it's and something dramatically serious that you just see different, like, it just didn't work out. Like, there should be a time gap. It shouldn't be like, my friend broke up with someone, so now I'm going to date them. Like, that's fucked up. But, like, mm-hmm. like you should respect the time. But I don't know. Yeah. I think that's just controversial itself. I just, I believe that, like, that is a concept that, like, is overly amplified in the world that we should, like, stay away from your friend's ex and, like, whatever, but I'm, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I and think... it's also something that, like, I think stereotypically is so much bigger of a deal between, like, two women than it is two men. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, like, like we already discussed, there's the whole idea of the bro code and all of that shit, but, like... It's a lot easier, I think, for guys to be like, oh, yeah, he's dating my ex. We broke up, like, three years ago. Not a big deal. Like, but there's this whole stigma, but like, there's also- she's a bitch, she's a slut, those are my sloppy seconds, blah, What's blah, blah, wild, blah, blah, too, like, to me, is, like, this is such a heteronormative concept. In... Like in both, both the gay, gay and, and lesbian community. Oh my god, everyone's dating each other's ex. At least that's the stereotype. Like for yeah, sure, that's but the like, stereotype. But it's also from first hand, like from first hand, like like experiences. We've also heard like, oh yeah, everybody dates. There's everybody. always and an intertwining. Like she said, there's any, to some anyone, degree that's any like of a, my friends in that community and like. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's some kind of overlap, and I there's think always that just like there's always a connection in some way or another, and it's like mm-hmm. it's a whole. It's just crazy to me that those two worlds are so separated. Like, yeah, like, like when, really, like women, and I'm just speaking because I am a woman. Like I, um, and like I guess a, a bisexual woman at that. Like, oh my god, Mowgli. He's so um, <laughs> Like, if you can be mature enough to see that, like, these two people work together and, like, we just would have never worked. Like, why can't hetero relationships work out the same way, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's just nice. It's just immature. And I think you have to come to a specific place as yourself to see things that way. Not everyone can. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, like Annie said, like, I think there's just going to be any time, like, there's going to be some people who, like, will die behind, like, these ideals of, like, the girl code or the bro code or whatever the hell. And, um, yeah, I think there's some people who are, like, absolutely not. I would swear off all exes of any friends whatsoever, um... And I think for a long time I assumed that about myself, too, until I was in a situation where I thought that maybe I would consider dating a friend's ex. Um, But, yeah, I think ultimately, like, what it comes down to is, like, using your best judgment and deciding, like, one, like, which one is, which one do you see, like longevity with and yeah. I don't know 
We probably both. We're justifying our opinions really extensively on this, but we both believe there's exceptions to this rule very There's much, so. exceptions to any rule, let's be honest. Um, what other, like, girl code things are there? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, we talked a lot about, like, women, well, I don't know. We didn't go that deep into it. We just kind of, like, brushed it off as, like, women supporting women, but, like, uh, hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of tipsy, so. I th- I'm trying to think, like, the comparison between, like, the girl code versus, like, the bro code and, like. I think the up? bro, no, I was thinking, like, the bro code, like, at least um, stereotypically is amplified almost as, like, like, I'm thinking specifically How I Met Your Mother, which is, <laughs> like, Same. I have a, a biased love for that show, but, like, it's used, the bro code is used as a way to, like, get women a lot of times is it not am i overthinking that i specifically am thinking of the one rule that says like a bro will always say yes to another bro like wing manning it but also i guess yeah. like i think wing womaning is is not as often talked about yeah just because wing isn't like really that women much are of a thing. women tend to be a little less like upfront. because women just fucking do things by themselves um, <laughs> that's my thing though it's like no my ex always used to talk about like oh he's got a wingman me or like oh she wingwomaned me or blah 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 and like saying how like would ask me like oh have you ever had like one of your like girlfriends like wingwoman you and I'm like no because one if I like most likely I'm probably not going to be bold enough to approach a guy in a bar anyway and if I wanted to hit on a guy in a bar, like, that badly, I would just do it. Like, yeah. and as a woman, like, I, was I wouldn't, anyone... and also, anytime I've had a That's guy try to wing on me, it's never worked. I'm like, this is weird. It's, like, so blatantly obvious and awkward. Yeah, I'm they always, always like, make it so uncomfortable. And I'm like, okay, I can feel you like just I'm man up and do it by yourself? Like, or I've been interested more in the guy who's wingmanning that I am the person who's like I think like I would be a better wingman wing like if I yeah. were Yeah. No, I think that's the ultimate wingman is a straight guy having a girl wingman mm-hmm. for him. I would agree because, because if your friend who's a dude is wingmanning for you, I am absolutely not interested. Retweet. Gosh, we keep getting distracted by Mowgli's cuteness. Yeah, he's like completely being a perfect angel. Um I don't know. I feel like we could both say more about this, but we would actually love to hear from you guys because um, we want your opinions on the girl code. And also, if you have any other, like, questions or specific aspects that you'd like us to touch on, whether that be about our relationship, about girls in general, maybe specifics about a relationship you're having with a friend, um, we'd love to give our opinions on it because clearly we think we're experts. Yeah, we have a lot of opinions. And we are clearly that's why we opinionated. We started a podcast because we both talk and like to, to hear ourselves. I always spit out say ideas it. I have to check myself because I sometimes think I'm the smartest person alive. I'm really not. She's not. But I do but like I'm not to. Either. I like to speak like I am. <laughs> it's true. We both do. Um, and that's why we uh, we did this thing. It's true. So, um. 
I think that's pretty much all we've got for now. Um, yeah. But yeah, like she said, if you if you want to talk to us about anything, us, really, DM us, perhaps DM us, email us, email us. No one ever emails us, so I would it's really true. love to receive an email. Um, two um, girls with the number two half a brain at gmail dot com. Um, Instagram two girls half a brain two spelled out. Um, hit us up. We're eager to get back into. Um, talking with you guys next week we will be talking about want to give us sneak peek I don't want to drop this without your, your oh, approval um, oh. consent my consent oh god oh, don't even get me started on consent um you know what I think we should just leave it as a mystery well I just egged you on so now you're feeling more intrigued to listen in the next time yeah, good word choice, Annie. Exactly. Um, words are hard. We Alcohol. both had a bottle of wine, so good night. I wish you could see it. Each time I speak, I lean in directly to the mic like a lunatic. Yeah, so um, this outro has been going on for way too long, so... This will be um, sponsored by alcohol. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>